I'm Megan Alfaro, and this is Live What Matters. You want to know what I love about getting to do this podcast? Hanging out with Judy Gary. I'm so grateful she'll be sharing her wisdom with us as we talk about being women, mothers, and most of all, followers of Jesus Christ. I first met Judy when my husband and I joined a church small group for young marrieds. She and her husband, Dave, were the mentor couple for our group. They were warm and smiling, gray-haired and light-hearted, down to earth. But there was something different about Dave and Judy, and it didn't take us long to realize how greatly we would benefit from the insightful wisdom of the Garys. In the last podcast, we talked about spending time in God's Word, even if it's only five minutes a day. And today, I wanted to give you an opportunity to get to know Judy a little better and share her story with you. She and Dave are the parents of five children who are now grown and married, and all together they have 16 grandchildren. They've been married 45 years. Dave and I met when we were in college, attending the University of California. We knew each other for all four years of college. We were both active in a group called Campus Crusade for Christ. We never dated during those years, but we kind of had our eye on each other the whole time. After graduation, Dave went on to grad school and I joined the staff of Campus Crusade for Christ. It was at that time that we began to date and after a year of dating, he proposed. And in that proposal, I'll never forget it, we were sitting outside under a streetlight and he said, Will you marry me? I want you to be the mother of my children. It was a simple proposal, but it was a family proposal because his heart was to have a family and his heart was for me. And I knew him well by this point. We'd been friends for five years. So I said, sure. And he looked at me with a puzzled look and said, don't you want to pray about this? And I said, uh, I've been praying for five years. Shortly after Dave and Judy were engaged, Dave was drafted into the army. So a long year of engagement went by before they could finally be married. After another year in the military, they moved to Colorado where Dave would attend grad school. That's when Judy made a surprising discovery. I thought I had altitude sickness because Colorado is a high altitude. But it was actually pregnancy. Surprise! (laughs) We were surprised to have a pregnancy hit at a time when Dave would be starting a two-year program of graduate work. And um, we were blessed and surprised to have twins. They were a very big surprise. We didn't even know we were having twins until a half an hour after the first one was born. So it was a tremendous surprise. And we had no money and we had... uh, no health insurance except through the Student Health Center. So it was quite an exciting adventure. And that was the beginning of really our adventures in parenting and our adventures in seeing God's faithfulness in our family. We ended up having all five of our children within a six-year time span. So life was really very busy for us. We always wanted a big family. But what's the definition of big? Hmm. I I know in in our our hearts, we definitely wanted children. We were surprised when we had two to begin with. And I realized that being a mother was going to take everything I had, regardless of whether it was one child or 10 children. 
And since my heart was to raise children who are like soldiers of God, I'm children who are committed to him and it could make a difference and an impact and God could use them for as ambassadors for Christ in the world. Why wouldn't I want to train more if I was going to spend all my time training children? So having five was just perfect for us. We wanted a big family also because seriously, big families are a hoot. They're so much fun. You you really have the synergy going. They, the way they play together, their interactions, the way they learn to share, to give and take in life is really formed during those home years before they leave the home. So having a big family is good for them. And it was flat out fun for Dave and for me. Going to the hospital each time I always wondered, oh, I don't know, do I have enough to give to this next baby? Do I have enough love to spread around? And then after the baby was born, I'd think, well, of course I do. And not only that, look, these, these children have each other to love on each other. So it multiplies the love. It doesn't add to the love in a family. It multiplies the love. As a mom, um, there were a lot of challenges that I faced. Now that I'm a grandmother looking back, I can spot them easier. At the time, I, didn't, I wouldn't have even said that I was struggling because I was just taking one step after another and I was just getting through certain days. Although certain days seem harder than others and certain seasons of my life seemed harder than others. But I can identify them more readily today than I could then in the moment. My number one thought was, I'm exhausted. I was so tired all the time. I'm a high energy person by nature, but just keeping up with the five children, especially when they were younger and there was no help, um, they hadn't learned to do a lot of chores yet as preschoolers. It was a lot of work, a lot of was going on. So the energy level to raise them and then it, as they went into teenage years too, that it took the exhaustion was probably my biggest challenge of how to determine what mattered and what didn't matter so that I wouldn't spin my wheels on things that had no eternal consequence. Because I wanted to invest my life and my time and my energy in things that would matter in the long run of life. Judy faced other challenges that are common to a lot of young moms living far from family and feeling isolated and without help, the challenge of maintaining a strong relationship with her husband while caring for five children, and she struggled with consistency. Some days the kids would spill milk on the table and I'd laugh and everything was hilarious and life was just a cabaret. It was fun. Everything was just a party in my mind. And this is just part of being a mom and we'd turn on dance music and we'd jump around the house singing praise music and just have a great time. The next day, the same child could spill the same milk and it was like, oh, what have you done? So it was my inconsistency I had to really battle. Along with the challenges of daily life, Judy and Dave faced special challenges, including health concerns. One child had to have uh, be in the hospital for a complete blood exchange when she was two weeks old. But over the years, we've had 
three of our children pretty much a sentence of death over them where the doctors said we don't know if they'll make it and we sat and looked at them and had to surrender them to the Lord and those are hard moments that you never ever forget of surrendering your children to the Lord In addition to health challenges, Judy and Dave had financial difficulties as well. While Dave was in grad school and Judy was home with the twins, they had very little money, and yet they watched as God met every need. Somehow every bill was paid, and Dave graduated without debt. That season of watching God provide for them prepared them for another challenging season in the future. In 1986, the oil business in Denver was crashing. All of our friends had lost their jobs. 60 families in our church were out of work. Everyone was selling their homes and bailing and leaving the Denver area. Dave still had a job. But one day, it was a, we were having a slumber party on a Friday afternoon and as the kids were coming in with all their sleeping bags, Dave came home from work about an hour or two early and I could tell something was wrong and as he walked dodging children coming in with sleeping bags. I looked at his face and I said, "Did you lose your job?" And he said, "Yes." And he just he just walked straight forward and went upstairs, but my heart was so excited and rejoicing because of the previous experiences we'd had with Jesus. And I I said to him as as he passed by, oh, "What an adventure. We get to walk with the Lord and see him take care of us again. This is going to be awesome." and the lord did take care of us for that year and a half with five children and no income it was another miracle i do wish i'd had that happy go lucky adventurous attitude the whole time <laughs> i can't say that i did but i i'm thankful to the lord that he enabled us to experience his strength and we can only do that when we're weak and that is the best part is being weak and watching him be strong From my earliest days of marriage, David made a decision that I would be at home being a stay-at-home mom, training our children there in the home. So, as time went on and he lost his job in Denver, I had people coming to me offering me jobs, and it was very tempting, but Dave and I kept looking at each other and reminding each other of what was true. And the truth was that God would provide for us if we were obedient. So, we kept that commitment and i honored dave's desire to be the breadwinner in our home during those years now i know there are times for the women to work but for us we looked at scripture and had a deep conviction that with five children the greatest need was to disciple those children it was even more important than anything else we could give them during this time particularly this time of stress when they needed to see us trust the lord while the garys faced a number of challenges judy recalls delighting in the unexpected joys they experienced along the way the joy of being a mom is wonderful but the joy of watching your children i think the sweetest thing of all is like watching a flower in my garden I know that there's a rose there. I know there's a flower there. But every day I look at it and it's changing and it's opening and and 
I'm always surprised. I look in the rose and I, at my child's life and I say, oh, you're a pink rose. You're, you're this or that. And then the next day I look and think, well, no, you're turning yellow or what, you know, how roses will change as they open. I think the joy for me, the unexpected joy was watching them blossom and become the people that God designed them to be that was way beyond anything that I had imagined. I think a surprising joy to me was also going through the challenging times and seeing the great faithfulness of God and being able to watch him be faithful, not just to me, but to all of us in the family. Seeing him demonstrate miracles so that our children would say, wow, look what God did. That was a surprise to me, how my joy was multiplied by watching them. I think I've been surprised too by the fun. I knew it'd be fun because I was raised in a family of five. I had a fun childhood. But I remember one day pulling up one evening in front of our home and it was dark. The snow was starting to fall and through the window I was watching the light stream out into the snow and I saw all of my children dancing in the living room with scarves and funny clothes on and just twirling around and singing and they were having such a good time I just sat in the car and watched and I thought what a privilege and what a joy to be able to be the mother of this family because God's going to use them to change the world. As each of our children left for college, they all went away from from home. Though it was sad to see them go, we realized that that was what we had trained them to do and that they were equipped to stand alone with the Lord in this world. For each one of them, that was there was that moment of sending them off and saying Acts 20:32. You know that I have poured myself into you and invested in you with tears for all these years. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among the saints. And then we dispatch them with tears, but with joyful tears. I've loved every part of parenting. I loved it when the kids were little. And I remember when your children were nine months old and you took a picture and said, oh, this is the cutest thing ever. And then they turned 10 months old and you said, oh, they're even cuter than they were at nine months. At every point of life, I find myself enjoying that part of life in a whole different way than I expected and seeing the beauty of life in a way I never expected. It feels great to be a grandparent. And you know what the great thing is, is watching my children duplicate in their homes what we tried to teach them when they were young. That to me is unspeakably joyful. Watching them raise their children in homes where the Lord is honored is so rewarding to me. Dave and I will cry with tears of joy just watching our grandchildren's heart for the Lord. It's really a a wonderful thing. Seeing them following Jesus is, is pure joy. And watching all of our grandchildren be saved. Now all 16 of them are saved. I just think to myself, this is the sweetest time of all. Because I get to see it. It's like getting to enjoy the fruits of your labors. Because sometimes your labors 
don't look very fruitful as a young mom. But as you get older, you see a lot of fruit. And it's wonderful. If there was one thing that I could say to you today is to seek the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and your strength. Because he alone has the words of life. He's the one who has given you and me life. If you're married, he's given you a husband. If you're blessed with children, what a great reward. Seek his face so you can do it right. We only have one shot at this life. Our toes are dangling over the edge of eternity. Jesus is about to come back. We need to get serious about living the Christian life. And we need to to be women of God who are sober-minded and ready for action, who know the word and who come to the Lord for daily strength. I'd also tell you there are eternal consequences to the smallest of things you do today because God is the God of small things in the big scope of eternal things. And there is great reward for the smallest of obediences, the smallest things. The window is short, so be strategic. Live your days with an intentional desire to please the Lord. Because if you have children, God chose you to be the mother of these children, of this child. Of all the women who were ever created in the history of mankind, you are the choice that he has to raise and train this child to be godly. No one can do it better. No one can do it for you. This is your heavenly assignment. And can you imagine this moment when you go before the Lord at the Bema seat and he calls us and we come forward and we say, I would like to present to you my disciples and call your children forward? What a moment! This is the most privileged job that I can think of. It's not even a job. It's, it's an honor. And it's a divine calling. That's Judy Gary. We'll hear more of her story and her wisdom here on Live What Matters. I hope you'll listen in. Our website, livewhatmatters.org. This podcast was produced by Carlos Alfaro and Katie Losey. I'm Megan Alfaro. Until next time, live what matters.